Discover over 100 episodes of Bartholomew Town on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Bartholomew Town Podcast. The downtown area where we can get to City Hall, get to the courthouse, get to, to the State House really quickly and just see everybody. You know, that, that, that's the, the key. Uh, you, you can't be outside. Uh, the community cover it. You've got to be right in the heart of it, and walking around, seeing everybody at lunch, and getting those tips. So it's a, uh, you know, that that you'll you'll see us every day. Welcome in to another edition of the Bartholomew Town Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Bartholomew. On today's episode, I sit down with Ed Fitzpatrick of the Boston Globe to discuss the Globe's foray into Rhode Island. And it was just a few months ago that Dan McGowan, formerly of Channel 12, announced that he was leaving WPRI 12 for the Boston Globe. A lot of uncertainty. Would McGowan be covering Boston politics, Massachusetts politics? Well, it turns out the Globe announced they were moving into Rhode Island, setting up shop here, recruited Amanda Milkovitz, formerly of the Providence Journal and veteran Providence Journal columnist, most recently of Roger Williams University, Ed Fitzpatrick, establishing the beginnings of a Rhode Island bureau for the Globe. So today, my conversation with Ed Fitzpatrick discussing what it is that the Globe is going to be doing and how it's going to affect Rhode Island media and, most importantly, Rhode Islanders. Support for Bartholomew Town comes from PDQ Graphics of Newport, a full-service commercial printing company and graphic design studio serving Aquidneck Island and the surrounding area for over 40 years, specializing in creative graphic design, offset and digital printing, as well as large format signage. Discover more at pdqri.com or give them a call at 401-849-3820. Coming up on Saturday, June 8th, it's Bartholomew Town Live at PVD Fest, a live podcast and performances from some of your favorite Rhode Island bands, Saturday, June 8th at 3 p.m. on the Arcade Stage at PVD Fest. Bartholomew Town Live. For complete festival details, visit pvdfest.com. Okay, without further ado, let's find out what the Boston Globe is up to when it comes to Rhode Island with Ed Fitzpatrick. All right, so we are here, uh, appearance number two, but now under the auspices of the Boston Globe with Mr. Ed Fitzpatrick. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you for having me, Bill. Thanks for inviting me back. Yeah, a real pleasure. So Rhode Islanders know by now it started, the avalanche began, Dan McGowan announcing he was leaving Channel 12 for the Boston Globe. Everyone was thinking he's going to be covering Boston City Hall or whatever it may be. It turns out that the Globe is moving into Rhode Island. Uh, Scott McKay pointed out it's sort of similar to their foray into New Hampshire a bit. You know, it's not as if they came in and, uh, you know, took out every piece of media in New Hampshire. They just sort of changed the game a bit. Is that kind of how this process, from your perspective, now that you and Amanda Milkovitz are are in this uh, peer group, if you will, of Rhode Island journalists, you're not coming in here necessarily to – it's not uh, the, the Globe versus the Journal, we'll say. No, no. I think we're, I think we're going to add some value to what's going on here in Rhode Island. It's, I think it's good for Rhode Island. It's good for everybody to have more – People getting after it, going down to the state house and city hall and the police station and finding out what's going on. Um, and uh, yeah, we're definitely not going to be covering Rhode Island from Boston. And and uh, you know, as the my bumper sticker says, I, n- I never leave Rhode Island. And, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, so 
it, it's great to be able to cover my home state and and to be able to work with a, such great journalists like Amanda and Dan. You know, they 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 know their beats. They know Rhode Island so well, and good people and good reporters. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and you of course were pulled out of a somewhat comfortable relative to the grind of, <laughs> of journalism gig at at uh, Roger Williams University. You know, I know that as someone who's got that creative spark, sometimes a place like that, you can only be there for so long to kind of recharge. Did that play a part of it or was just the, the globe itself such an, an invitation? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's like an opportunity you can't refuse. It's, yeah. and But, you know, I, I enjoyed Roger Williams. <clears throat> I got to teach a journalism class there. I got to launch a First Amendment blog, and it, it's it's a great place to be, and I enjoyed it. Uh, but, yeah, my wife was saying that you're, you're more relaxed in that job, and I, and I was saying, you know, I, I don't want to be relaxed. Right. I, I, so, <laughs> I got, so I got what I hoped for. Now, now I'm on deadline and, and, and stressed out, so it's a beautiful thing. We saw the first triple byline. I think it was last week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, between you, Milkovitz, and McGowan. So, is that going to be a big part of the information gathering process? Combining your, you know, resources and and information that you already have. I hope so. You know, I, I think we work well as a team, and we each have different areas of expertise, different sources, and we can bring different things to a story to to the table when we're we're covering something. And that was a great a, a way to roll it out. A great example of uh, we we all uh, pitched in that day and and covered different aspects of it. So I think you will see more of that. We saw this morning a tweet. I know that there had been some collection of emails for just a vague sign up on this Google document to get an email from the Boston Globe about Rhode Island. Now that's been clarified as the roadmap. Is that the name of the Yeah, it's going to be the roadmap with an H. uh, Yeah. And uh, it's going to be uh, like a daily daily briefing is the the way they're describing it. uh, a way to uh, give you a, a you know lead item, a short lead item, uh, telling you something about go- something going on in Rhode Island, and then uh, what's on tap that day. You know what, what's coming up, and and uh, little tidbits here and there. So it it'll give you an idea of what's coming up in Rhode Island, what what to pay attention to. Inside the paper, when it comes to this, is obviously a move to increase digital subscriptions. Digital subscriptions just surpassed <clears throat> physical subscriptions at the Globe, which yeah. is interesting. They're I guess, worthless in terms of pure dollars right now. But if you get enough of them, you can expand the brand to a point where it kind of offsets the loss of print. Is that a big part of what the team at the Rhode Island Globe team is going to be working on? Digital content, maybe multimedia work of of any nature? Yeah, very much so. And when you include the the Sunday newspaper, it's still – uh, a larger print circulation, sure, sure, yeah. but the, you're right. It's one of the one of the first um, regional papers to sur- surpass the number of uh, digital subscribers, uh, uh, being greater than the number of print subscribers. So that you know, the Globe's very good at that, and and and, ver- and has a very uh, clean interface when you go on on the on the website. And uh, so, I, yeah, definitely multimedia and and an uh, online presence that I, I think readers are going to appreciate. One thing that is jumped out at me right away when it came to even Dan McGowan posting in his Facebook group, the stock photo of Jorge Alorza and Providence Mayor Alorza, very different than what you would see from what Channel 12 was presenting. Huh. It's a dark photo. Uh, it's in. It's an action photo. He's mid-statement. Oh, I know what you mean. I it's, know what you mean. Yeah, it yeah. changes your brain as you – the chemistry, at least for me, it changes the article – it's more Gotham-esque. It just gives <laughs> yeah, more yeah. 
depth to what what, what you're kind of working on in general. And I, I hope to see that um, competi- the raise the level of competition because there's great photographers in Rhode Island. There's great, no question about it. But yeah. boy, it would be nice to see everything go up a notch as this globe project unfolds. Yeah, yeah. And, and no, I, I think, uh, yeah, the presentation is is going to be, uh, have a lot of different aspects to it. And, and I think we'll get a, a variety of aspect of photos of Mayor Lars. Of, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> Eventually that'll expand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> When it comes to your, you know, your work now in Rhode Island, I mean, what do you think are the biggest issues that you'll be covering? I would assume that McGann will stay headstrong on education. That's a pivotal problem for the state, no question about it. As compared with Massachusetts, you'll have you'll be able to do that work in a specific way, comparing Rhode Island to Massachusetts, as we always do. Yep. Besides that, what else are you going to look at? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're not going to try to cover it, uh, all every hearing and every uh, bounce of the ball, but I, I think, you know, the three of us, the people asking us, how are you going to divide it up? And the answer is we're all going to go after the big stories uh, of Rhode Island, uh, whatever the big story is that day. And, um, you know, but we will have uh, different uh, areas we, we know more about. And, and it, uh, you know, with the legislative session is coming to is uh, the home stretch now. So we'll be focused on what's going on in the state house in, in the next few weeks. Um, but, yeah, Dan, Dan's uh, spent so many years covering City Hall, has uh, so much knowledge about what's going on there and education. And Amanda, um, having covered the police and uh, the the crime beat for so many years, like uh, we started actually at the Providence Journal 19 years ago on the same day. Really? And then started at the Boston Globe on the same day a few weeks ago. So That's pretty awesome. Yeah, a little serendipity there. So, uh, uh, um, so yeah, everybody's got their different uh, areas of expertise, but we're, we're just going to go over it. the the issues that are important in in Rhode Island. Yeah, and that'll be not just Providence that'll expand south into Newport, <clears throat> South County, Blackstone River, all that that statewide presence? Absolutely. I think you got to get out of Providence and, and not just uh, operate in that one square mile yeah. downtown and, and see what's going on in the towns. Um, uh, you know, last week I was uh, writing a bit online about um, what's going on in Warwick City Hall and the budget there. And, uh, uh, you know, there's always something interesting happening in North Providence, I think. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if the beds actually come out of the fire yes, station. Will, yeah, and will, will Mayor Lombardi take the beds out? Will there be another Mayor Lombardi mural erected <laughs> sometime in the near future here? That's right. The characters, You're asking all the right questions. You know something with this podcast that was fun? I, I, got, I would get emails or, or text messages from friends of mine that lived in Los Angeles or in New York, never been to Rhode Island and never even necessarily seen the image of the people who were in the gubernatorial race last year. But, you know, I got a message from one friend of mine. Was, do you think Funk can pull it off? You know, what's up with Trillo? Is, is he, do you think he actually has the 30% that he says he's getting? People outside of Rhode Island are watching Rhode Island, at least on a micro scale, as a reality show because of these characters and storylines. Crimetown kind of highlighted that as well. Do you feel like you'll be able to deliver on a purely entertainment and engaging um, level uh, the Rhode Island story to the outside world? Yeah, I mean, it truly is a journalist <laughs> theme park, as Elliot Jaspin said years ago for, at the Providence Journal. So <clears throat> to be able to tell those Rhode Island stories is, is, is uh, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful for the chance to do it again. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah we got to write about the cork gun and, and uh, everything that's going on that uh, makes this place so unique and exciting. Yes. 
what can other journalists, media personalities in Rhode Island right now expect from the Boston Globe? They're probably huddling all the time, wondering how are we going to, without giving away your trade secrets, <laughs> you know, is there, what, what can, what, what should they expect, um, you know, when things launch next week? Um, well, I guess you can expect us to uh, just try to cover the things that matter, the stories of import in, in Rhode Island, and to try to tell good stories and, and try to um, add some value to the, the report to, to give you uh, an angle or a perspective or some news you couldn't get anywhere else and, and to just add to all the good work that's already been uh, – is being done now by – uh, the Providence Journal and and a, a lot of other good reporters in the state. Um, so we're going to try to add to that, and 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 uh, I, I think it'll help the state. As far as the, the the specifics of where you'll be based versus, you know, you won't be based in Boston. You'll be based right, in we're Providence. Be based right here, and that's why I came here. Today. I was hoping we could get some space in this uh, right next door to you. No. Yeah, we're moving into the loft. You guys, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we could set up shop right here. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, this uh, this looks good. We'll just put another like shower curtain across the middle of the, yep. of the floor here. If I could use that chair, it'd be great. Yep. <laughs> that's going to be, are people going to be able to interact with you? You'll have, obviously, there's already a tip, uh, rinews at globe.com or whatever it is. There's already a a a way to get in touch with you, but do you feel like your office will be kind of an open door? Oh yeah, place? We, we've got to be. We can't cover Rhode Island from Boston. We're we're, going, we're looking at some space right now, and hopefully yep. it'll be it'll be uh, the deal will be sealed soon, where we can uh, have an office in in the downtown area, where we can get to City Hall, get to the courthouse, get to, to the State House really quickly, and just see everybody. You know that, that that's the the key. Uh, you, you can't be outside. Uh, the community cover it. You've got to be right in the heart of it, and walking around, seeing everybody at lunch, and getting those tips. So it's a, uh, you know, that that you'll you'll see us every day. Commuting back and forth to Boston is that something that's going to happen for you as well at some level? Just in a- we go, out, we'll go up there um, now and then. Especially in the beginning, I think, mm-hmm. just to, to uh, get on the radar and get used to the system there. I, we, we've been going up there, and some of my colleagues are up there today. But um, but for the most part, we're going to be down here getting after the news. Is there a Rhode Island editor? Um, it, we're working with a couple of editors up there, uh, um, including Cynthia Needham, who used to be at the, the Providence Journal. They have some really good editors, really sharp people uh, that will be uh, helping us shape the coverage here. What about other multimedia platforms. I hear Dan a lot on WPRO. Now he's identified as of the Boston Globe. Yep. Do you feel like you'll be able to get out and do your, I think all three, maybe not Amanda, but have appeared on a lively experiment on PBS. Yep. Is that <clears throat> yeah. something that'll happen as well? You'll kind of enter the broad media lexicon with the Boston Globe as your Absolutely. ID. I think the, the Boston Globe seems to emphasize that. And uh, our first priority is to be on Bartholomew Town. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I mean, that's pretty much you know what we should expect, and and this is a long term project for for all of you. I mean, it's not just to get this thing off the ground and get out of here in a year and go back to um, the college life. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I think in my blood, and I'm, I'm glad to be back in a newsroom. Yeah. Although we we just got to get the newsroom, but uh, <laughs> here in Providence, but uh, but no, no. This is this is what we want to do for, from here on out, and uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and I, I think we're going to tell some great stories. Looking forward to seeing where it goes. Ed Fitzpatrick of the Boston Globe, look out! Thanks so much. Oh, thank you. Short and sweet today on the Bartholomew Town Podcast. Remember, brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Listen on your favorite app, BartholomewTown.com or RIPodcast.com. Until next time, I'm Bill Bartholomew. We'll talk soon.